Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning. The following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example. Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the Lush But Not Lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 423, the Halloween episode. Ooh. Trying to, the, who's that weird voice? <laughs> oh, it's a ghost. We have a guest. Visited by the ghost of Dan. <laughs> ghost. Dan, immediately as soon as we start recording, reaches for the maraca just to make yeah. sure that it's still there. Well, you got to do your stretches <laughs> or you're pulling muscle. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to hurt myself. He's, he's, I expect him to walk in and be like, okay, hand me the maraca. Yeah. I have notes. Yeah. <laughs> I should just come in, in like in a maraca suit. Isn't that what this episode is? It's yeah. the maraca makeup episode? Yeah. Right. <laughs> we will see to it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> we already got called out, so yeah. uh, you know. So, uh, so our Halloween episode this year, we've decided to tackle Monster Squad. Yeah, no, oh, the Exorcist Three. Yeah, I mean, we usually we uh, we go a little off the wall with our Halloween episodes. <laughs> if you listen to that first one, I'm pretty sure we it's... ended. We stopped recording about a week ago, right? Yeah, <laughs> there was so, no wall. Yeah, so we did like Halloween three, Hold on. <clears throat> and I really liked that last anthology. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the end. Okay. Yeah, I think last year we did Halloween three. Mm-hmm. Uh, the year before that, we did something uh, else. Uh, Night of Living Dead, I believe, and Monster Squad. Was that? Oh God, was Night of the Living Dead four years? four years ago? Because we were what? in the we were in the old studio. Mm-hmm. Holy cow! That was with Tim O'Saban. Wow. Yeah. So and I know the one year we did uh, horror movies or movies that scared you that, as kids that aren't horror movies. Yes, that sounds uh-huh. right. Yeah, yeah. Because you did the the Matt Dillon one. I did. Yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah. I have movie. I have just watched that in like the last month. Yeah, I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so we figure Exorcist is an easy one. Exorcist 2 is not a good movie. I've never seen it. It's awful. It's it's atrocious. And reading about Exorcist the 3, I think, right? Yeah. I yeah. found yeah. nothing but bad things about Exorcist 2. Which is insane. 2. Did you... Oh, about 2. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's awful. What is... I've never seen 2. What makes it's, it so bad? It's it's just, like, it has Richard Burton. And she's possessed it's again. It's, it's like... It, I mean, yeah. it's, it's... This is like a double... Yeah. Yeah, it's Which her. She's a teenager. It's, uh, oh. Linda Blair comes so back for she's part 2. Yeah. No, I knew she was in yeah. it. Is she old enough so it can be kind of sexy with the crucifix? <laughs> no. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That. I don't know. What did we see her in where I was like, oh, she was roller boogie. Yes. Yeah. I was like, oh, man. It was like, oh, yeah. how are you doing? Yeah. Amy Schumer's mom, I guess. In yeah. 19? She, she, remember, she, she looks w- just like Amy yeah. Schumer. I, Amy she, Schumer. Schumer. <laughs> Schumer. <laughs> no, that's how you say Chuck Schumer. That's, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I mean, I had the same reaction watching it. It was yeah. like, just like how much she looked like Amy Schumer. Right. So, yeah. you know, we go for the third one. Yeah. 
Yeah, so before we get too far in, we should probably all introduce ourselves. This is Dan. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Real quick, shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on iTunes. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe. We have a new review that I'm going to read anyway. Oh, all right. Wait, what? (laughs) What? (laughs) This is from... uh, Oh, I hate iTunes font. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how light we can make this gray. You don't on this have your readers background. yet. I know. I need to get my readers. I ordered them and they never showed up. Uh, no, they're here. They just can't. See they them. just can't find <laughs> them. <yet. laughs> David O. Russell Cho- choices. Oh, I don't know. Choice is. I don't know. But uh, it's very simple. He just says. Also, start a wrestling podcast. Oh, sign me up now. I understand why you said, it, and I'll read it anyway. Yes. Oh. Done and done. I'll it do it would, right now. So it, somebody appreciates those references, yeah. <laughs> but it would just it would just be Joe. Okay. You think, I, you think I can't talk about wrestling for an hour by myself? Oh, we we know. <laughs> do it every day. Uh, yeah. You that's know what true. you should do? You should play your co-host too. I, sh- I should just be, talk oh, back yeah. and forth like you're. Di- I have to change my. I have to change my voice a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Right on. You could do like your. You could do one is you and the other is like in your wrestling voice. Yeah, that, yeah I should do like the the face, yeah, good guy, and then the heel guy, and just against each other. Yeah, you starting to talking. I know. <laughs> Why Baby do we... face is a good guy, heel <clears throat> is a bad guy. Why did we ever go down this road? <laughs> Quick, throw in some old timey references. Yeah, <laughs> uh, gorgeous George. He, he was a bad guy. <laughs> well, which one? There was two. I don't know. <laughs> the more gorgeous one. So that would have been Mach- Macho Man Randy Savage's girlfriend in 1999. Who they brought oh, there's back? There's a female. Yeah, so there was the original Gorgeous George who kind of did like the gold dust. He gimmick. was a big yeah. bald guy, right? Well, sort of, but he I did he like long this. blonde. He hair. had long blonde hair. He oh. was kind of effeminate. He got his head shaved got by Roddy sh- Piper. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, kind of effeminate. He was in the still wrestling then. With Roddy uh, Piper? Piper was n- yeah. I yes. thought no, maybe you're thinking were, of George the Animal. No, Steel. no, they were both in the WWF together. I thought Gorgeous George was from like the fifties. That's what I thought. Then there's a then that there's might a third be the one. original. <laughs> and isn't that the big bald guy? No, I thought? I thought he had blonde hair too, oh. because like you know that Looney Tunes cartoon. Oh sure, sure, sure. That's sure. supposed to be Gorgeous George. Yeah. Like that's oh the the trotting so, one. Yes. Oh, because I'm thinking the big bald guy that fights him. No, oh, you're thinking of the Crusher. That's the crusher is the guy that you're thinking. Okay. And that's yeah. the character. Do the, the hammerlock in the in the yeah. in the cartoon. Yeah, okay. But there was a the gorgeous. Song. He yeah. has a song. The oh, crusher he does? does. Yeah. Oh. Do the crusher. <laughs> the cramp. The cramps covered it. It's fantastic. That's hilarious. Oh wow. But yeah. yeah, there was a gorgeous George in like the 80s who was very effeminate, and of course, in the 70s and 80s, that wasn't really a thing. So he was immediately a bad guy. <laughs> and then Gold Goldust kind of did that gimmick again in the 90s, but. But they, the one that Tom's talking about, I mean, I remember that. The guy would come prancing the same, out. I think it's the same guy. No, he must have rebooted his gimmick. I don't think so. I'm almost positive. The Gorgeous George that I remember from, like, the 70s and 80s was... Well, he died in 1963. <laughs> <laughs> so then wh- he was born the one i'm talking about yeah. was born in 1915 okay so i'm gonna go yeah. out on a limb <laughs> You're, there's another one and say that he was not wrestling in probably the not no due to both age <laughs> you know who i'm thinking of adrian adonis and death yeah i'm thinking of adrian adonis who did the effeminate gimmick well, well i think that was his i think it, I think like, it was he yeah. was very like it's a gimmick that worked. That he was very <laughs> prissy, but he w- but he was also really he's tough. a badass. Like it was like it was it like isn't it what made it kind of him a yes. bad guy is that he was so I mean 
prissy. And then he would go in the ring and, and then he would still you kick your ass and yes. you'd be humiliated. Yes. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that David O. Slobberknocker got his wrestling podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. There it is. And then Macho Man brought in a woman <laughs> in like 1999 and they started calling her Gorgeous George. And then Bobby Heenan would make jokes all the time where he's like, I've never seen him look so good. But she was a stripper, so you know, wrestling in the nineties—that's what that was. <laughs> so anyway, Linda Blair was Linda in the Blair sequel. was in the sequel, right? Yes. Back to this. I yeah. says to the heretic, the heretic. And, and so, was, what made it so bad? It was just a bad movie. It like it was good. not good. Like they just tried to capitalize on the old one, right? Yeah. Uh, and it just—it was very it, poorly. It, it was like an after-school special. It really was. Like it looks and feels like an after-school special. Like three is She's based like, I just on a can't book. get rid of this devil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> three, three, three is like based terrible. on a screenplay that turned, that turned into, into a, a book because they couldn't make it. They didn't want to make it. Yeah, Nobody, so. Everybody was like, "Exorcist three, yeah. no." Mm-hmm. And then Blatty, Blatty was like, "Okay, cool, I'll turn it into a book." And then, and then, then the, the book the, was super popular. And you know then who they was did supposed the prequel? To I mean, I guess Freakin. Freakin, yeah, John well, Carpenter. Oh, he was once Friedkin once said Friedkin no. Said, yeah, it was supposed to go John. And Carpenter was going to, and but but he said, you know, really. The Blatty. Blatty should do it, and he so did. he handed over the That's reins. Exactly but, what he did. But it would have been interesting to get a John Carpenter version. What year? Did the, so man, that would have been right in the middle of this like, is ninety. So that's post Prince of Darkness. It's right after Prince of Darkness. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Which actually, Prince of Darkness, if you look at it, looks like this movie. Like they look very similar in yeah. like the way they're filmed uh-huh. and shot and everything. So yeah, well, Prince of Darkness was eighty seven. Well, okay. you know, Night will do that. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> it's just night. <laughs> it's just night all the time. Yeah. So, yeah. Shadows. Yeah. So we we chose uh, Exorcist Three from 1990. Legion. Which I, not the fourth one, which is the prequel. Yeah. You keep okay. The devil does not want us to talk yeah, about this. Like movie. A, we keep getting interference. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. that is a, a, some kind of specter. The cool thing about this movie is it's not really an exorcist movie. As much as it's a detective story, so right. the exorcism, <laughs> yeah, they made okay. so they tagged they on had to, exorcism. They had to put that in there, uh, yeah. yeah. No, no, I, I, I totally agree. I mean, it's a if you watch the director's cut, there is no exorcism. Mm-hmm. It doesn't exist. And there's they a, say, how a, can we have an exorcist movie without <laughs> yeah. an exorcism? Because the ending of the director's cut is completely different. Yeah, it's, uh, it's so, a musical. So what happens yeah. in this movie? It's uh, you so get George C. Scott because I was like, oh man, so good. George C. Scott, who, who as that. Like a tin, all the time, all the time. And all they're the like, because you know, like right into the bat, they're like, "You want a coffee?" No, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> nuance he was is, not in his. Dude, is this towards the end of his career? Is this like one of the last things he did? Oh, well, yeah. he was ninety-seven in it. No, I mean, Jesus, yeah. I yeah, had I to have been. I don't think there's he, much left after that. After he this did. One? Um, when when, when was Twelve Angry Men a screening <laughs> in like the sixties? Yeah, no, he did. Oh, yeah. uh, I was thinking, um, I was thinking he was in the remake, but he's not. He did a movie called was it? No, was it Jordy? He is in the he is in the remake. It was a, a a point screening, and it was uh that J A R song is from it from Green Day and uh, Angus was, uh, Angus. Angus. Yeah, I was like Jordy Angus. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he was in yeah he was in Angus. I think okay. that was probably one of his no. Last he's ones. not in the original Twelve was Angry it? Men. He's in the remake. Is he? okay. Yeah, with Jack no, Lemmon. He's in but was he in the movie Angus? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. So his last role was in '99 in in a TV production mm-hmm. of Inherit the Wind. Oh, okay. It was him I remember and Jack that. Lemmon. Yeah, yeah. yeah because there was really the, good. what year was Twelve Angry Men? The remake. <laughs> oh, the remake was '97. So that yeah, right. And that was so that's they were working together because Jack Lemmon was the um, 
He was the Henry Fonda role. He was the Henry Fonda role in the remake. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, so like this one, um, George C. Scott plays a... I initially thought he was a retired detective who's brought back because these killings start up again, but I feel like he just never. No, this <laughs> this is the weirdest, most jarring thing. Is he's so old and he's just like this detective? Yeah, like which it, I mean, it could like I, I've seen that before where guys just kind of hang on because they guess, don't, you know, they, if they retire, they're gonna die because they don't have anything. I guess else. he's just so old and like he has a pretty young family. And yeah. it's just like it is they, true. His family is very young. He's, it's just like they ignored that he's so old to right. have him be in this role. So the, the background of this is, like we said, is Blatty uh, wrote a script for The Exorcist three. Well, I guess they call it Legion. There yeah, was no, it was Legion. it was loosely tied to The Exorcist, the original one. Um, uh, the production companies all passed on it, so he just turned it into a book, and the book was extremely successful. So then the the production companies were like, "Hey, you want to make that movie?" And he was just like, "Yeah, yeah, I do. I tried to do this a while ago, and you told me no." Yeah. Um, so there, we'll I we'll get into it, but there's two cuts of this movie. There is if you buy the Scream Factory version that came out a year ago, two years ago, they give you both of them. Mm-hmm. So there's the theatrical cut, which is. Uh, Jason Miller, who played Father Karras in the original uh, Exorcist, and Brad Dourif flip back and forth um, throughout and, the movie. And sometimes a third person who's uncredited. Correct. Because <laughs> those were when, all reshoots. When Jason Miller couldn't yeah. show up because he was too drunk. Yeah. Or sick. He was or, also supposedly very sick. He was well, drunk. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was just method acting for being a Catholic priest. That's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, if you're going to go down one or two roads of method acting, the drunk way is the, probably the, the best. The drunk way is the better <laughs> right. way. Yeah. But, but I read that that was all the in reshoots. Like, yes. He wasn't even supposed to be in there. Like We need, no. we need this guy to be... They the 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 people that produced it to connect more it. I think Morgan Creek was <clears throat> like we have to have him we have yeah. to have him to connect yeah. it to the first one and so they had already cast Brad Dourif and they yeah. they told Brad Dourif they're like you're fired and he was just like Ish. okay cool <laughs> well no like he was they're like yeah. you're fired he's like all right see ya oh. and then they brought in Jason Miller and he couldn't do oh so they brought, they were like oh we're yeah. gonna use no your- what happened is, so they fire Brad Dourif and Brad Dourif was like okay and he's super young but man I never I always forget how good he is Brad Dourif yeah. Yeah, he but just he's plays. also ten all the way <laughs> throughout this movie. Yeah, but, but he's a cra- he's supposed to be a crazy person. Yes. So like I excuse that. I mean, right? Yeah, the, he he. I mean, he's been typecast as kind of that, but yeah. he's so good in everything he does is that you forget that he's like, oh yeah, it's like because he's a you know like when he's in, he's in Dune, which is that movie's wackadoo, mm-hmm. and he's, he's the voice of Chucky. That. He's Chucky. He's a you know he's a worm tongue or worm mm-hmm. tail. No, the wormy guy. <laughs> <laughs> Not worm tail. That's the Harry hell Potter. are you talking about? He's That's in Lord Harry... of the Rings. Oh, yeah. he is in Lord of the Rings. You're yeah. right. Okay, okay, okay. And he's also in Halloween. Yeah, he Rob Zombie cast him as Sheriff Brackett in yeah. his Halloween movies. But so what happened is is they they cast uh, Brad Dourif and they film a lot of his stuff and then they scrap it all because the Morgan Creek, the production company, wanted Jason Miller and Blatley oh. Blatty was like, okay. So they bring in Jason so Miller. So was Brad Dourif playing the same character, just a recast? He was both uh, Karis and the Gemini Killer. Because like, there's a scene that was cut out of the original movie where uh, the priest and George C. Scott are having lunch together. Um, and they look at a picture, and it's Brad Dourif as Father Karis. So I was just like, so they recast him. They did. Okay. And then they, so they bring in Jason Miller. Then they get to these scenes where... Jason Miller has to go like 
he has massive Bananas. chunks of dialogue right and he couldn't do it yeah. like he just could not get through it this makes more sense why it's cut the way it is like it seems like it was if you didn't know that story it's like okay they're showing that it's this guy but then the kill like maybe you know he's seeing two different people like right. it's in his mind but now that makes sense like okay well, we'll do the jason miller stuff he can do yeah and then we'll turn it into right killer and then yeah so in the director's cut no jason miller right like it's all brad Dourif, oh, okay. and they have the like the there's even like a, a an advisor they're like look we found everything we could find there's a lot of stuff that was on vhs that we just spliced in here that's supposed to go where it's supposed to go we just tried to make it work the word is it was lost but now they're saying that they have it and they're going to do a blu-ray of the director's cut like that's the word on the street great mm-hmm. like that's i mean it's almost like the halloween six producers cut where it's almost like a completely <clears throat> different movie be, and they found everything, and Scream Factor did the same thing, where they cut it all in together and made a, a nice copy of it. So, and the, I think the theatrical cut and the director's cut have two different endings. Um, I will say the director's cut has no, there's no exorcist stuff at all. Like, they don't even talk about, they talk about briefly, like, when the people start dying, why they're dying. Because they're all tied to the initial exorcism of Reagan. So, yeah, so this movie starts, uh, George C. Scott is, uh, not a retired detective, uh, and these, he is the, he was the lead detective on this Zodiac slash Gemini, (laughs) like, like, obviously, I don't know why they just need to call it, I guess you can't really call it the Zodiac without, maybe out of respect to the people that actually, yeah, Yeah, I mean, I guess it is only nine, you know, it's a whole East Coast, West Coast, that's what I'm thinking, yeah, like, you know, um, no, so we got the Gemini. Yeah, not the Zodiac. <laughs> yeah, we, we're going to do a Zodiac symbol, yeah. but not call him the Zodiac. Yeah. Well, no, because they, they had planned on having on twelve, <laughs> right? And yeah. they just started with Gemini. They're right. going to work their way around. So, um, yeah. So we're we meet, and he's you know, there's this priest. It's interesting. They kind of telegraph. I like that the guy's real name is Ed Flanders. <laughs> it's great. Oh yeah, you know who that is, don't you? <laughs> no, it's Herschel from The Walking Dead. Is it really? Yeah, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's yeah, the guy, no, no, it's Ed the guy. Flanders. It's the guy from Saint the, Elsewhere. Oh, the, the Herschel from The Walking Dead is the is the, the is the doctor is the doctor, not the priest. Yeah, I'm talking about the priest. Oh, Ed Flanders. Oh, Ed Flanders is the priest. Yeah. The, okay, the, okay. Who from, gets hospitalized? I was thinking that it was Saint Elsewhere. Yeah, he was on Saint Elsewhere. Right. I'm and just then, like Ed no. Flanders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I was like, because that dude like probably died not too long after this movie. He killed himself. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yikes. Uh, but no, the the doctor who's at the hospital. Yeah. Who's like you know the the head doctor who killed himself with a drug overdose was Herschel from The Walking Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, smoking, smoking. Everybody's smoking Everybody, in the hospital. Lots of smoking. I have that in my notes <laughs> that I haven't pulled open yet, but I'm like, wow, that's so weird. I mean, in bed, patients, <laughs> you know, yeah, just smoking cigarettes, like, whatever. That's so weird. Doesn't it used matter. to be like that. Yeah, but okay. When is this supposed to take place? What was I, the, 15, the, 15 years after the initial, which after, is from 1978. I mean, I took it as it's supposed to be in the present day. Whatever, the like, pres- yeah. What their present day? Yeah, so. that's why I took it as well. In the nineties, yeah, I took it as taking place in ninety. W- they were smoking in hospitals in ninety. Yeah, well, probably. I mean, you're still smoking on the because that's what in I was 90s. surprised because I thought it was supposed to be modern. You know, like nineteen ninety when the film was released. But I'm like smoking in hospitals. That seems like a really like I imagine like dentists smoking in like the sixties on their pa- you know like, dentists blowing smoke into it, their patients' mouths. That's <laughs> wild. That it's I think that, let me shotgun that man. I th- I think you're in this weird period of like a lot of people had started had started winding down yeah. where they would smoke in public, but there were no official rules. Wow. Yeah, I think that was I mean that was twenty years ago. 30. 30 yeah so that that i think you were still smoking on airplanes 30 years ago yeah i 
Just the hospital thing blows my mind. There were smoking offices. I mean, when I in the nineties, I remember we would go up to a client up in Milwaukee, and and there was a smoking office. Oh, really? It was just so smoky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, I totally get. But you think like at some point, like the first one would be the hospital. It would right. be like, yeah, we're in a hospital. <laughs> There's oxygen tanks around this joint. I think we're good. But this is the tail end of that. Like, yeah. I mean, I think that like if this movie had been made like four years later. Yeah. You wouldn't tell totally. no. Because I was waiting for the nurse because she's he lights up when the nurse walks in and I was waiting for her to be like and she even says something like, Sir, or she calls for someone, I'm like, Oh, she's gonna tell him to put that cigarette out. You right. can't nope. She's <laughs> like, Let me get let me get a hit off of that. Sure. Yeah. We bum one of those off you. The, so the interesting thing about this movie is it opens up and they're already telling you who's gonna die. Right, so you're walking. It's it's a tra- it's a tracking. It is interesting that Carpenter was supposed to direct this, given how many tracking shots there are in this movie. Um, so there's a tracking shot where you see a uh, a young black boy, like kind of off to the side like in an alley. That, like, I was like, what was that? It's it's a very creepy, yeah, unnerving uh, kind of the way it's shot. So you see him off in the side, and then you see him again, kind of like cross in front of the camera as as the camera pans down. Uh, we go into a church and like. You get the weird like so it's pretty crucifix cool. where like the eyes, the eyes move, yeah. and then you see a uh, what do you call the collars? There's a name for those things. A collar, collar, uh, yeah, whatever. You see like a, a a priest collar like on the pew that gets covered in blood. So they're already they've, they've telegraphed two of these murders already. Now, are these supposed to be dream sequences? Is the old That's guy what I dream thought. sequences? Yeah, what well, doesn't he say? I, ha- yeah. I, yeah. Had, I yeah. had a dream. So because he like, goes to that really weird dream okay, sequence. Okay, <laughs> With <laughs> Fabio? With Fabio. With Fabio. And I was Samuel like, oh, no. L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson yeah. and yeah. Patrick Ewing. Yeah. yeah. I was like, this is weird. But I guess, you know, <laughs> That's you okay. Had... The restaurant scene, why is C. Everett Coop in this movie? No idea. It's what? A... I have no idea. There were just weird cameos in this movie. When I saw Patrick Ewing, I was like, is that... I had to look it up. I'm like, why is Patrick Ewing in this movie? I don't know. But he is. He's the he's the angel of death playing cards with the priest who was like at that yeah. point. He, I think he was a rookie in the NBA. <laughs> and but then, it, but yeah, then Fabio and, and Sam, Fabio. Sam Jackson, I'll give because he was a he was just breaking, breaking in. He was yeah. a yeah. actor is, at that point. Is George C. Scott supposed to is his character supposed to have some kind of connection that why is he able to see all these? I just think he's having dreams. But they're I mean, like, so he, they're the people. But that, he was the investigator. He. He's the investigator from the exorcist, like the cop from the exorcist, yeah. right? No, Mm-mm. he's supposed to. He he's, says he was around fifteen. He was years. friends. He was. He was. So he, George C. Scott, this uh, Ed Flanders, and Father Karras were like very, mm. very tight. They were very good friends. And he, I believe, they say that he was the first on scene when Karras go. Oh no, maybe it's the other. It's net. It's Ed. Now, that's going to be tough. The other yeah. priest. I'm not going to call him. I'm going to call him Ned Flanders. <laughs> Oakley. Uh, Oakley. Yeah. He, <laughs> he does like, have a mustache, too. So I'm like. Yeah, he uh, was, Kenderman was the guy who investigated. The, he's the homicide detective who investigates in the in the first movie. He investigates the. But we never see him, do we? No. I don't think so. I don't I think, think so. But that's what they're telling uh, you in this one. Is a that picture he was, of a different actor playing him here. He was on the scene. He was okay. doing something. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was played by Lee J. Cobb in the first movie. Wow. Okay. He was oh. a, he was a bigger character in the book. It was more of a, but it was minimized in the film. Interesting. I didn't. I I just thought he was yeah. So the cop and and he was maybe he just with, shows up at the end at the bottom of the steps. <laughs> yeah. He, uh. Well, doesn't well, somebody, apparently he somebody says he was there? He right? Says he was there. Yeah. He says yeah. he sees Karis go out the window. Yeah. Something happened. Uh, so that's so he, was, so he was definitely there. Because yeah. He and, was, and honestly, it make it makes more sense that we'd follow his character. Well, it makes more sense that he would believe this stuff so yeah. readily. oh sure sure you, that's know, you know what i mean because like what what homicide detective you know 75 years into his career 
right is is going to be like well this is probably a possession <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you know yeah he saw the stuff go down in the right first so he one. saw yeah. it so like right it, he's it, like well it makes maybe. Way, it makes way more sense yeah that it you know that he was there that makes sense i think it makes i mean it makes the film make more sense right mm-hmm. and i and i will say like this is uh, it's a really good movie like it, it, at its core when you don't if they're able to like weave in the exorcist stuff a little bit, but it's a detective story at its at its core. I think this part. kind of movie would would play a lot better today than it probably did then. I think so. Yeah, because it, I think it's a Blumhouse movie written all over it. Well, and I think people are more willing to accept the idea of we're going to take characters and we're going to go in a different direction mm-hmm. with this story. Yeah, but it's going to spin off of this other one. Mm-hmm. Like you know, where I think back then. People were just like, I don't see a little girl spitting pea soup. Right, I got ripped off. Yeah, and, and it, they don't, they don't fake you out. You know, like there's no right. like, we, there's no Father Karras. Well, there is, but like they don't. It's not like a reboot, right? They don't sell it as being one thing. And they then, don't sell it as being an exorcist. I mean, they do in the title, but <laughs> right. But it's not like you. <laughs> Which don't is see, why Blatty didn't want to do that. Yeah, he wanted to call it, and, then, and in the director's cut, it's called Legion. Yeah, like the the credits are in black and white. And it's, it's it doesn't say exorcist because it took away the exorcist element. It I mean, did. that's what made it. Yeah. You know. And I think the book did that as well. Like the book also yeah. kind of threw little like, yeah, that Regan was there and it's in the same side. It's in there. the same world. Yes. But it's not a direct continuation of that story. Correct. Right. Correct. It so, could have been a fun reveal too. Um, kind of like how Cloverfield would have been a fun reveal. Ten Cloverfield Lane would have been a fun reveal. If what? If they wouldn't have had no market, called it. Oh, I see, I see. That's probably you know. It's like if that would have been like the reveal at the end, like oh, you know, (laughs) like like all of a sudden. And and honestly, that's what Shyamalan did. Even though I think he, yeah, you know, I think he was just more like, let's see what I can do. That's cool. I think I don't think he had had a master plan. Like I want to reboot all this stuff and have a master story. I think he was like, I'm desperate. Uh-huh. I think you. I think you wanted to make glass. He and did. He was like, we'll just throw that in there and see what happens. But yeah, it was just throwing it. Like I don't like, think that he took it was to the like, next level. The movie was done, and right. it's like, well, if we add that, it actually made it next level. I enjoyed that movie more. Yeah, you did at the end. end. Yeah. So not that it was bad, but you're like, okay, now I'm even more excited. Right. That and now I, and I think you, they probably one. could have had the same case with this as if they would have just called it Legion and all of a sudden you're slowly like wait a minute are they talking about Father Karras from The Exorcist? Right right and then you see Jason and Miller you're just like well that's Father Karras right. that's hard to convince a studio to yeah. do yeah. they wouldn't have done it they wouldn't no. have done Back it they then, would have been like I think, I think nope. you could get Blumhouse to do it today Blumhouse <laughs> has made enough twisty movies yeah. that you could probably be like I mean they did the Blair Witch but they didn't call it the Blair Witch until well until two months before out, release but like right. but I get if you're a suit you're sure. like, I'm not paying for the rights to this major property and then not telling people <laughs> right. it's this yeah, major right. property. Right, right, right. But right. if anything, that would have worked better back then because movies had a much slower rollout. Sure, right. sure. And so you could generate Sneak buzz. It out. There was no, you couldn't go to the internet and be spoiled. And you could generate right. buzz. Like it, it, it would it would open in a few cities and then move to another city. Like, it, you know, you, you had a lot more of that. The it, sequel to the movie you never thought you would see. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's not... It you know it wasn't as driven by we have to soak up all the money in week one right right like and it is today you know like sure so yeah so the these these Gemini killings have started back up again and nobody really believes what's going on because the Gemini killer was caught and killed yeah uh you know like a year prior and so, I like that he was executed so like right so there's no doubt. Like, it's not like maybe he <laughs> snuck away or, yeah. you know, we don't get it, heavy breathing at the end of the movie. Yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, there's no doubt that he is dead. Yes. Yeah. 
so it, it's interesting, like in the directors or in the theatrical cut, we are shown pictures of Brad Dourif and Brad Dourif was the Gemini killer. So when we find this person uh, in this been cell in who's been yeah, like I catatonic. I don't yeah. get that because isn't the whole point of it that the, oh no, the killer was actually possessing people. So the executed guy would have been a different person possessed. It no, have so actually the, the actual, so it's, it's kind of like child's play, honestly. So the premise of that movie is uh, Brad Dourif's character was a Satanist. And before he was killed, in this toy factory, like he did a quick right. satanic thing and put his essence mm-hmm. into the doll, right? Sure. So the Gemini killer is like kind- a, like one of those real dolls. One can only hope. Yeah. That, I mean, it depends on what you call your <laughs> essence. Yeah. Is that how yeah. put is that, that sort it's of a, essence you put that's into that's that exactly doll? The essence I oh yeah, there it is. <laughs> uh, so this is kind of similar where uh, the Gemini killer was his own. I, I took it as like he was his own person, <clears throat> and the devil wasn't done with him. So right before the Gemini killer is killed, put, it, put to death, mm-hmm. the the devil kind of like takes the essence of the Gemini killer and goes and puts it in Karis's body, which we'll find out later. Oh, I see. And that's why he's supposed to be Karis and right. not look like Brad Dourif because right. the Brad Dourif was executed. Because there's a whole that's, scene I, where, where Brad Dourif kind of says... As Karis was leaving this, yes. this planet, the master slipped me into... So he put mm-hmm. the Gemini killer in Karis's body. Correct. That makes way more sense. It's confusing with and this it's, editing. And, and, with, it, and it took like 15 years yeah. for the Gemini killer yeah. who is to, to fix Karis's brain. Yeah. And that's why he starts to come out of gotcha. it. And he's able to bounce himself around mm-hmm. from person, yeah. older person. Uh, they say senile. Mm-hmm. Like senile I think person. I took it as... They're easier. That's exactly he says to that. slide into, yes. like because they're, they're already open. They're vessel, catatonic, yeah. or mm-hmm. they're just their brains aren't as they're not working right. Right, yeah. right. That's he. He. I think I don't know if that's in the theatrical theatrical cut, but he says that in the director's cut. Mm-hmm. He does. He does say it in the okay. theatrical because that's what I watched. Okay, it's okay. The theatrical. Cut. Yeah, he's just like too, and it is on Amazon Prime if you have Amazon Prime. So if you want to go watch this it's movie, totally worth the watch. Like it's a it's a very good movie. Like for free? Um, yeah. Oh man, I paid for it. <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, I was searching all the video services. I'm like, please don't make me pay for this. They tricked me with Halloween three. This is we Exorcist didn't trick three. You. It was a good movie. No, you tricked me, and was I was a like, trick. It was a treat. No, no, no. I bought it a couple weeks ago because Voodoo had it on sale for yeah. five bucks. Sure. And I was like, oh, for five bucks, and now it's just there, and I don't have to worry. about it. It's interesting. The 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 director's cut has an audio commentary with like a film historian and Blatty, but it's not a commentary. Like it's. It's an interview, mm. and they're just talking yeah. throughout the movie. And it was—it's a—it's a riveting interview because he talks about his faith and things like mm. that. So it's, it's really cool to see, like, an uh, just a different version of a commentary where yeah. it's just like, well, this scene, this is what I was trying to do here, but they're just having a conversation while the movie's yeah. going. Um, so the the priest Ed Flanders is put in the hospital. Um, oh, okay, we should say that George C. Scott is—they find this boy. So and all of the signs are there that it was a Gemini killing. Uh, they find a priest is murdered. Uh, all the signs are the same deal. Same. So yeah, he checks like uh, he, you know, we see him like looking at the body, but we don't see the body. We never see, and that's the thing is like there's no real gore. And they tell body. us that the we do know that the some of the signs are like their heads heads are locked gone off and, and they replace with statue, the, the statue, Jesus head, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they would take you know some like, like a, a finger, finger or and something. then they put a symbol on the inside of the right, yeah. So and I do like that George C. Scott when he's talking. So I don't remember how they get oh because because his friend is murdered in the hospital. Yeah, the that's when yeah he has a, a they, dream right, 
Oh, that's right. We go to Purgatory, basically. And there's Fabio. The, yeah. Fabio and Patrick Ewing and Sam Jackson. And I do like where there's like the the angel is like, this is heaven calling earth. Is anybody listening? Yeah. And I was like, that's pretty subversive. <laughs> like, uh, it's a pretty good line. And the um, little boy, and he's like, oh, yeah, Georgie's got... He's like, hi, Billy. I, oh, yeah, I'm the kid sorry. that died, his, his head is stitched you, back on. I'm sorry you died. Yeah, yeah he's and like, I, I, I miss you. And he's like, I miss you, too. I know, I that's so weird. I'm like, did, did he sorry. have a relationship with yeah, this guy? Yeah, yeah, he says before? that. Yeah, he okay. did. Yeah, he was like, the kid, the boy was part of like the Young Police Association. Oh, okay. So like he, he knew this boy. Got it, because yeah. yeah, they're very friendly in the dream. And I'm like, well, right. that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. So uh, And he sees Ed Flanders and... You know, and he's wait, just like, wait a minute. He's got the the stitch the, right across the neck. It's like, wait a minute, that shouldn't be there. Yeah, like, are you having this dream too? <laughs> oh, it's not a dream. It's not a dream. Wait, <laughs> but they they had gone earlier in the movie, and Ed Flanders loves It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, they had seen they had so seen they it went to go. See I do it. like how they both. So they they were both really good friends with Karis, and. Uh, they always get together on the anniversary of his death. But they each think they, they're helping the other they one. They each think they're cheering the other one up. Right. I yeah. like that a lot. Like, I, I really, like that relationship. I did, too. Doesn't George C. Scott yell at him in the oh, movie? George like, C. Scott I mean, yells at yeah, everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just remember yeah. it being crazy, because this is towards the beginning. I'm like, what is going on here? I'm just going to see a movie. He's like, I want butter on that popcorn. <laughs> I'm fine. All right. I will say this. For this late in his career, he was not just cashing a check. George George C. Scott showed up. Up. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and you got. It's funny. There's a the on the either one of the discs. There's an interview with the the nurse, the the young nurse, where she's like, "I was so I was my one of my first films, and like I was just riveted watching George C. Scott." So the scene He's got such a great voice. He yeah. does have a great voice. Uh, the scene where and um, that is why he was the best Scrooge. Oh, oh right. easily. That's the best Scrooge. That is the best. Other Scrooge. than Michael Caine, yeah. No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, which, so she's like, I was. She was watching the scene between uh, when Ed Flanders is in the hospital with a heart issue. Mm-hmm. She's like, I was just all of a sudden while I'm just sitting there, I'm crouched down, I'm off to the side, I'm not doing anything, and George C. Scott stops the scene and says, "That one's got to go. You're too intense." Because she was, she's like, I was just like, I didn't like, I was just, I was focused in on him, right? And I freaked him out. Oh wow! <laughs> and she's like, I got up and left. And that's saying a lot. That he <laughs> was saying she was too intense. Yeah. That one's got to go. She's too intense. No one can out intense me in this scene. <laughs> right? You're not gonna out act me. It's like the, it's like Mark Hamill in uh, Jay and Silent Bob's yeah. Strike Back. I like, I like in this scene when he's telling him, he's like, oh, my brother had this whole thing. He's like, your brother died at thirty. <laughs> like, yeah. It's a good little conversation. Yeah, that's, the it's a very them. natural conversation yeah. between them. The Pretty funny so we go to the hospital and we find that he has he's been he's been murdered he's been drained he's been drained of all his blood and on the wall is written it's a wonderful life and one of the one of the things that the gemini killer would do is he would add two l's to the end of if a word ended with an l he'd always double l it he'd double l it and wonderful had two l's so george c scott kind of like shuts down the hospital what how he spells the word hell four l's Mm. hell then he'd just be like Damn, I got Hades. I can't do it. Like uh, so George C. Scott kind of shuts down this whole hospital, and he's like, "The killer has to be here." Like, we don't have a it, which it, was so dumb. That was the that was a dumb move. I was like, <laughs> he's like, first off, it's been like six hours, right? right. So it's gone. So like, no, he's not still there. Right. And then he's like, nobody gets in or out. <laughs> yes, unless it's an emergency let's, hospital. <laughs> let's not let anyone yeah. into a hospital right right that yeah. seems like a good idea this well is, he is 90 as a detective yeah. so i don't think his faculties are <laughs> he all thinks, there he thinks it still works like the 1940s yeah. where it's yeah. just like no 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 like we have to do a good bloodletting before we can make sure that they are healthy to go home 
Uh, just put some leeches on him. He'll be fine. <laughs> so we're introduced to the the I, the head of this hospital, who is Herschel from The Walking Dead. It's Scott Lee. Scott? No, no, it might be is Scott. It Scott. I think it maybe. is Scott. Something I can. I just can't think. He he's taking him throughout the hospital, and he takes him down to like this uh, secure. He calls it something that he, I don't even think they can call it this anymore. It was like the demented ward. <laughs> yeah. The demented it was ward. Like, he didn't call it, but he did have a, a, a word yeah. for it. I was like, can't yeah. call it that anymore. Yeah. Let's Dude. go down and see the wackadoos. Yeah. Right. yeah. Do, do the hospitals? They like, do have. They have normal wards. hospitals have. Yeah. Just, I mean, BJC has one. Okay. Yeah, uh, St. Mary's ward. have a side yeah. ward. Uh, I was sure, it locked. always seemed like he was just walking into the hospital and then taking a right into the demented ward. <laughs> I mean, ward, I don't think know, they like, have... Uh, cells that look like they belong in Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> what I mean. It's like <laughs> you they might have been 1990. Yeah. They very well might, especially when you and they're in Georgetown. Yeah. So I mean, especially you know. when you figure if that hospital is is 40, 50 years old, right. you know, it wouldn't have been built with a modern sensibility. Sure. It's also interesting they've they've kept it uh, with the Jesuits. Uh, like that was a big that was a big part of the original Exorcist. Um, is that boy? It was a boy. It was here in town. But, like, he wasn't oh, Catholic. They pulled a sleepaway cam. <laughs> they did, yeah. Uh, <laughs> very good. Don't spoilers. Um, so he wasn't Catholic, but he was... He was Lutheran. He was Lutheran. And, and, uh, and that was a big problem. That, it was a big problem because he was Lutheran. And at first, his his parents, like, they weren't buying any of this. Nope. And then... Uh, and and then they finally uh, like it. They had kind of gone up so high through the Lutheran Church that the, <laughs> one of the Lutherans was finally like, um, "Ship them to the Catholics. You're going to need a Catholic <laughs> yeah, priest right. for this." And I'm going to refer you. And <laughs> this then, is above my pay grade. <laughs> and then weren't then then I think the the, the Jesuits got involved, but I think they were skeptical they at were. first because then they were like, "Are you is this a is this Lutheran guy trying to make us look like idiots?" Mm-hmm. For doing this, it was or the believing weir- this. it was the weirdest cat like religious red tape issue. Yeah, <laughs> well, because so, they were like I said, they were afraid that they were trying to like going to go through all this, and right. then they were going to be Surprise, like, "Ah, we we were possessed. Right. You're an idiot." Um, but like they were that boy bounced around with the Jesuits, which is the 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 people that I work for. Um, so like they Georgetown, I'm pretty sure is Jesuit. Related, I think. I'm pretty sure that it is. I'm pretty I sure it's so. a major Jesuit university. Um, so I, I do. I appreciate that that it was kept kind of all in that same universe without being in that universe. Well, and Jesuits are kind of like, aren't they? Kind of like the cops of the Catholic kind Church. Of. They're like, kind I mean, of like they're, they're they're like the they're one of the more yeah straight yes. narrow pretty strict yes and if and I I could be. Not remembering this right, but aren't they kind of the least touchy feely? If you know what I'm saying, uh, like I don't have they had as many problems the Jesuits that, themselves, yeah, probably in that area. Uh, yeah, I I can't remember. I don't think Slews Slews never had like I think, gave away where I work, but that's yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think they're pretty quick to shut that d- yes down in the way a lot of other we ones. honestly I could have, be mistaken, we honestly though. we haven't had a bunch in St Louis yeah like the the percentage of St Louis. Assaults is fairly low compared to the national average. Oh, is it? I think so. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So they. So this compared to just over the bridge, <laughs> buddy. Right. Or even in like Boston, like that's that. But I granted wow. that population is much larger than ours. So, you know, relatively yeah. speaking, um, Georgetown is for sure. Just okay. Uh. Yeah. So like the 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 head of the hospital takes him down. He's like, we see this. Like Kevin said, there's a. 
an individual in shadow, <laughs> Brandon Lee style, where they're just like, we have to somehow finagle this to where we can sort of make this work. Uh, so George C. Scott walks into this cell and the cell 11 in the theatrical cut. He looks up and it's Jason Miller and he's just and George C. Scott is immediately taken aback where he's just like, uh, are what? you? Yeah, that's not right. yeah, he's like, what is going on? We're in the director's cut. It's all right. Brad Dourif. So, like, I knew that I had seen the, the a theatrical cut. So when right. when Brad Dourif, when he's like, "Are you Father Karras?" I'm like, "No, no. yeah, no, it's the Gemini yeah. Killer. What are you doing?" But I, then I realized what had happened yeah. throughout the movie. Uh, Although I think it's more. I mean, I guess you have to decide what's more effective. Is it better that he looks up and he's this, um, you know, executed killer? Yeah, or, that's true. Or is it better is that it, he looks his best up friend. and he's his best friend priest? Right. Who he both, thought was dead. Both of whom are supposed to be dead. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of like, well, I mean, I think the, I think the a, mystery from a part, creep, creepy standpoint is like, what? yeah, I think from like in the cop story <laughs> mystery standpoint, when he looks up and it's Jason Miller. Right. I think that's more effective. But when he someone looks, you knew and, and know is dead, I think that's the, like, that's what I'm saying. I think yeah. that is the more effective. I think, yeah. I think we, they did the right thing with the reshoots. It's just a shame that it didn't work as seamlessly as they right. would have liked. Right. Right. Uh, so then he's just like, I need everything you have on him, like pronto. And of course, he, they give him the file. And Nurse Ratchet gives him the file. Yeah, uh, I was yeah. thinking the same thing. <laughs> I was yeah. thinking that too. Uh, and it, there's nothing in it. Like they're the. He's like, the file is very sparse. And she was just like, Well, that's all we've got. And he's like, I know that's all we've got. And like slams the yeah. thing down and goes crazy. Didn't some random nurse interrupt him? And was like, Is this? It's time for your something. This is yeah. cell nine. No, it's 11. Oh, yeah. Like, that what was. a <laughs> weird interruption to have. Like, why? Well, well she like, says, aren't you Mr. Like, yeah. Goldberg yeah. or something? Yeah. And he's like, no. Nope. Why would you put <laughs> oh, that no, in the that, movie? No, like, that was, that was uh, with Flanders. <laughs> oh, yeah. that, was oh, okay. when, that was when Dorsey's yeah. got in Flanders. He's like, aren't you? Isn't this 409? He was like, nope, oh, 411. No. Just a really, and she was like, oh, okay. And yeah, and that stood in my mind. I'm like, what was the purpose? But she was like, but aren't you Mr. Abramowitz? Yeah. very Jewish And he goes... No, he's like no, 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 and I do like George C. Scott's like get out of here. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. Yeah, it was, it was a very, it was a very. <laughs> okay. I feel like that was kind of like in the most recent Halloween where the uh, the young kid was kind of like that a little bit of a breather. I feel like that was yeah. kind of like a bit of yeah. levity just to give you a breaker. Yeah, t- just get gotcha. Let's break. add in a few little right. jokes. Okay, I will say this movie has one of the great, one of the best, most effective jump scares Ugh. of I jump fe- scares. I feel like there is a lot of things in this movie that modern horror movies have adopted. I think you're absolutely agree. right. That, you know, the like, stinger, the the loud noise, like the before the jumps, there's the, two like, jump scares back the, to back. The, the crawling on the ceiling uh, and even the... That was probably my favorite super scene creepy. of the movie because yeah. it's really well done. I really liked where the one nurse is, is walking through the hallway. That's and, the one I'm going to talk about. Yeah, and so, yeah, you see yeah. that the guy mm-hmm. in the... In the in the sheet. In the sheet. It's just, so unexpected. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Well, it's, it, they, they fake you out. Like, yeah. they do it. They get you with the first one where she goes into the room and the guy, like, freaks out because he woke her up. Yeah. And then you think it's over. Yeah, and she's then closing doors closing for, like, doors. a straight minute. It's yep. just a very yeah. And the cops static. are just, like, it, yeah, you're right. It's a very static yeah. shot. It's This is all a set. Like, the, they built all of this. Oh, wow. They it's didn't not, just go to a... The only things that were filmed on location were the, the exterior shots. Then okay. that was filmed in... DC, like at Georgetown. Yeah. You but mean the hospital didn't want them to film a no? <laughs> Usually they hospital. would find like an abandoned yeah. hospital. Yeah. Oh, yeah. like the, the so the scene where 
it's from George C. Scott's perspective when he's going in to see the body of his friend. Mm-hmm. It's all forced perspective. Um, forced perspective. Like those arches okay. are just built smaller. Oh, so gotcha. like he, they built those, hmm. but they're like right on top of each other. They yeah, just built them smaller to make it look like because mm-hmm. like I don't think they had a budget. I think yeah, they were yeah. probably just like you're going to get like five million bucks for this movie, <laughs> and four million of it's going to George C. Scott. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, so he goes in and he's like, you know, he sees Jason Miller and. They say that, like, since these killings have started, that he has started this Jason Miller person who we we don't know who he is, uh, has started to come around. Do you think that that um, Brad Dourif is harnessing like the Manhunter Hannibal Lecter? Oh, because this what is year did like, that come out? Well, the new one was ninety two, right? Silence of the Lambs would have been after this. Yeah, yeah but so, what year did but Manhunter? Man, well, Manhunter's older, so I'm like, like I'm like because I got the vibe here that they were totally eighty six. Okay, yeah, so I'm like, there's a, that's pretty close. I'm like, he's being Hannibal Lecter. He's doing his best Hannibal Lecter yeah. impression, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Like, no, I think Brad Dourif's a fantastic actor. But you see Manhunter, and then you see this, and I watched Manhunter a few months ago. I really like it, and I'm just like, oh, wow, he's being Hannibal Lecter. Do you like Manhunter more or less than Red Dragon? Oh, more. Okay. I I like it. I know it's a little dated. I like Red Dragon, but I like Manhunter way more. I like the... Also, Brett Ratner. Gross. Yeah. (laughs) Like, (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Uh, So now we're starting to... We have to figure out what is happening in this hospital, because... They have they shut this hospital down for like three days mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to figure out, you know, they're fingerprinting everybody. I do like I wish I could remember what that actor's name is, where he's losing his mind about fingerprinting. Yeah. And George C. Scott, I feel like George yeah. C. Scott wanted to hit him with a book. I got, yeah. What else have I seen that guy in? I've seen everything. Other, yeah. Like yeah. He's one of those kind of like wormy. Yeah. His intensity yeah. here, though. I mean, because he's like, he's like, you want me to fingerprint? There's only one person. And George C. Scott's like, I'm padding the job. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, what on earth is happening? Do you recognize who the, the black dude is? No, I don't. he's the other Agent Johnson from yeah. Die Hard. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> not related. Just okay, so you know, yeah, right. That's fun. Uh, yeah. So then, but I liked that uh, that creepy uh, toward the beginning though. The priest, the second death with the priest and the confessional, fantastic. Where it's like the weird voice because you're like, why yeah. is it an old lady voice? Until you know what's going on, I'm like, yeah. that's really effective. It's creepy, mm-hmm. right? And then it's like they lunge at him or whatever. I'm like, well, that's, that's cool. a, I, I do like where even so George C. Scott is a very capable detective where he's just like the only because they rebuild the confessional and they're just like this thing was closed so like the per that's why they find the fingerprint right right is he's like they have to like reach into the inside mm-hmm. pull it most of the way so like your f- the fingerprint should be mm-hmm. right here and i was like that's that's better yeah. detective work than I've seen in like a <laughs> Batman movie. And it shows him like how he has to close it. Right, right. Yeah, and yeah, I, I find it hard to believe that they would have built this full scale model. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> right. You are not wrong. But no, that's but, but that's how I figure out that it's they're like, what well, has to be the same fingerprints, right? It's the Gemini killer. Like, like, no, nope. it doesn't match. They know multiple people are doing these right. satanic killings. Yeah, so that's when they when It's they, all the rage these days. <laughs> that's and actually in the nineties, satanic panic was in full effect. Oh yeah. Like it was all over the place. I just listened to a documentary about the West Memphis Three. Right. Man, that's infuriating. Yes. Like, listening to that story is nuts. Um, So, yeah, so they go and they're they're looking. They're like, the fingerprints from the the confessional don't match the fingerprints that are on these glass, these, like, pee jars full of the Ned Flanders, Ned, Ed Flanders blood. blood. But the fingerprints from both of these things match people in the hospital and they're both these catatonic 
uh, Alzheimer's like written. System. Old. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's with the two, the two yeah, screens right, cycling right. through yeah. fingerprints. It's like, match, Bing, match. Bing. That's great. Uh, and I do like, uh, it's a, it's actually a really good scene with George C. Scott and that old woman. Yeah. Where she's like, are you the radio repairman? repairman and he was yeah. like, I am, I am. So she's like, I'm holding know. a telephone. Yeah, yeah. And he was just like, damn it. <laughs> she's like, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so as we're moving forward, uh, another murder happens and what we were talking about where it's just the mo- it's a fantastic jump scare because it's a complete misdirect you don't see it well, well and we uh, oh that's true we, we saw at this point we've seen the the shears that some some loppers <laughs> yeah the, in the interview don't they, seem like they, they I, talk to the production assistant i've got some i mean i've got some shrubs yeah. that need right. a little is man that, is that a real no, tool no i was like what could you possibly <laughs> need that for? he said Honey. he's like we found the most random thing and made it work. And we and just I, said that it was a chest cutter or something. Yeah. I feel like Dorsey Scott really couldn't open this. I think you're absolutely right. And the doctor's like, <laughs> yeah. I, and he the says, spring open, spring close. And it cuts yeah. very very easily. Yeah. Uh, and I, I would like, like to use those the, shi- the, the shipping label where he's like, what's that? He's like, oh, it just came in. He goes, where's the old one? Where's the old one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, we get this great scene. Uh, it's, a, it's a stand. It's a static shot shot down a hallway with like the nurse's desk so you've got the nurse you've got these cops who are just everybody's kind of moving around and the camera doesn't move and so she goes in it's funny she doesn't in this interview she says my husband and i used to watch these movies all the time and we always called the one the the don't go in there girl and it's like when when i got this role and i read the script she's like you're never gonna believe i'm the don't go in there girl (laughs) so she goes into this room she gets scared by a patient Closes the door, and the, the best part is, is the cops are still there. Mm-hmm. Like they're still, you know. So you think she's safe, right? Yeah. And then they both leave, <laughs> like for whatever reason, they just both get up and leave. And she walks around the desk, and she's coming down the side, and then out of nowhere comes this six foot thing in sheets, and just lops her head off off camera, mind you. So there's no. She just runs like from one side of the hall and it's to the very other. short one like room to another right yeah. it's a it's a br- great it's brad from halloween it is brad <laughs> under the sheet no bob. bob bob sorry bob yeah uh poor bob yeah. um but yeah like it's so effective and it, it, they hit you with that quickly and it's right. not it, but it's like it's like an off key mm-hmm. th- you know like a no really uneasy very just like, very unnerving yeah. like nails on a chalkboard almost uh and then george c scott's like man I told you he was in here. <laughs> and so like this is where He wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong. I mean. So we get we we go back downstairs and then Brad in the version that I watched Brad, Brad downstairs back around the hall. Right. To <laughs> the crazy like to the creepy cell. Yeah. Uh where Brad Dura just lays it out. He says everything. He's like, you know, he says that the master wasn't done with me. He saw that Karis was uh leaving his body so he slipped me in now yeah. throughout the in the theatrical cut doesn't Karis come back like isn't there a moment where father Karis kind of breaks through yeah. and is like the end. yeah okay the end. okay not in the director's cut all right yeah because um, he's the same guy right like, there's yeah well something happens they don't there's no like i said there's no exorcism in the director's yeah. cut uh but this one they because of the tricky editing and having to have two actors it's like they do make it a conscious choice that it is two different people. Like when he's possessed by the Gemini, right. he looks like Brad Dourif. And yeah. when it's his Karis. friend, it's when it's the Karis 
mind coming back at him. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Didn't they? I thought they had Brad Dourif come back. They did. Yeah. So okay. that was yeah. So they when they realized that Jason Miller couldn't do it. Yeah. They called Brad Dourif <laughs> back, and they're just like. Hey, hey, buddy! And he was like, "We need you here in 24 hours." And he was like, "I'll tell you what: you get me a PA, you give me three days because I'm gonna need three. Because I mean, there are massive monologues in this yeah. movie." He's like, "I need three because he and he even says Brad Dourif as an actor. He's like, I suck at remembering things, but if you give me 72 hours, <laughs> I'll get it. Like right. I'm just gonna do it over and over right. and over." And he's like, "And I'll come back." And that's what they did. They was like, "Okay, we'll give you two days, a production assistant." And you just need to nail this. And, and he's like, like, oh, okay. and uh, double the money. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Yeah. And I'm trying to he's probably child's play was 87. So, I mean, he's still a very young actor, I yeah. think. So I'm sure he was just like, oh, sure, I'll come back yeah. and do it. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, if you have a chance to be like a lead in an exorcist, part he's, of I think he said he's even fr- he was friends with Blatty. Like they mm. had become friends as they were working on this. Yeah. And it sounds like the like, studio is the one <laughs> yeah. that was interfering. Yeah. Blatty had one, you know, yeah, idea. And he wrote and, the original, right? Blatty wrote. Yeah, he's the, yeah, the, yeah, he the book. Yeah, right, yeah, okay. But, so yeah, it's but like... It's I was like, surprised this movie looked as good as it did, considering yeah. it was directed by an author. Yeah. Like, because I went into yeah. it like, oh, man, they let the guy who wrote the book direct a movie? Like, those are not... They got just, him a good DP. Yeah. yeah. They did. Yeah, it was a fine-looking movie. It's interesting, yeah. like, I feel like the author of a book would make a good director of the same movie, because... Maximum Overdrive. I mean, that's a great point. <laughs> you know, I mean? but you would think that like the guy knows what he wanted yeah, to, but it to look it's like. It's a visual but, thing. Yeah. Like I guess that's it's true. It's a totally yeah. different way of storytelling. You yeah. know? <laughs> Except for Maximum Overdrive is like, uh, I like Stephen King. Of, yeah, you know, pure cocaine mode. Yeah, and <laughs> and the, it's a dumb story. That's the Emilio Estevez one, right? Yes, it's with, like his, with, the, with the Green Goblin. Like, so truck. You, like Stephen King's gonna direct a movie, and it's a terrible one. Yeah. Did you get the Joker in this movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah. and even the productions, the Blatty was like, "I want the Joker." I was like, "That's creepy," and do the Joker. Yeah, and he's like, "I don't know how it made it past everybody." Yeah, yeah. but it did. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody. I was like, "That's very creepy looking." Yeah, man. right. So there's a there's a a statue of either Joseph or Jesus, and instead of it having the traditional face, it is legitimately. 1980s it's straight Brian, Brian yeah. Boland Joker face. right it's <laughs> straight up killing joke yes, yeah. that's exactly what it is so massive monologue from uh, Jason Miller and Brad Dourif about you know what had happened lays out all of the murders and then we find out that like so they can't figure out why these people are being murdered and it turns out they are all connected to the initial exorcism like that the nurse ratchet was there that night too like wasn't she telling a story about like i was there or uh, i was on call when... they don't kill her do they? no but she was telling a story like she was also there i remember her giving Maybe. some kind of little i uh, he i think the brad durf kind of says he's like i killed the nurse because i i got antsy yeah um but like they kill the the boy in the beginning because his mother like helped translate uh, what Reagan had been saying initially, like she was part of the initial investigation. Uh, the priest was very, was tight with Karis. Uh, and then the other priest was like s- involved somehow. Like he may have been the initial priest that they go to that, but there's all like, they're all tied together. Mm-hmm. Um, and the entire time he, the, Brad Durf is telling George C. Scott, you need to put in the papers that this is me. And he was just like, no, no, you're no, absolutely not. And he's like, okay, like, well, as soon as he says, I'm, t- I'm going to bring you to the dance. And I was like, Oh, you better get home 
because like we are introduced to his daughter very early and George C. Scott's daughter and she's in dance class. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> but then they oh, they do kill the nurse because she takes her clothes. That's why they because okay. they needed they, the the young nurse. They needed her uniform to get mm-hmm. out of the hospital. Uh, so we see the woman who killed the first priest, like in a car in a nursing uniform. And there's a they we go back to George. She Scott's shows house. up at his house. Yeah, and so he rushes home. And the wife's like, "Who is yeah, this?" Yeah, he's like, "What's the deal with this nurse?" And he was just like, "What nurse? Nurse for what?" <laughs> and then she... there she is, and yeah. she attacks them both. And then this is a good scene it's too. A great scene. Yeah, because like you know George C. Scott can be an into- like he's in stature wise he's a big he's dude a big guy. Yeah. yeah and this old alzheimer's ridden woman is just tossing him around the room like he's nothing i like that shot when she's about to get snipped and, and, and the grandma pulls yeah. her away or something it's, it's just an interesting shot I mean, yeah it's yeah. a very it's unique. a weird like i don't know if it was shot in reverse right there's something weird about it, it doesn't it's surreal but it's, it so is, that's exactly. how they did yeah. the spider walk the the second spider walk yeah. uh is they filmed everything upside down mm-hmm. sure and then they did that thing and then they filmed George C. Scott's yeah. role, and then they spl- they, oh, like, they, yeah. laid, they laid them yeah. over each other. Because it's and seamless. It. I was like, how did they get that old lady yeah. to look like she's on the <laughs> well, ceiling? Well, it's not an old lady. Yeah. If you look at it, like she, the scene where like she's kind of looking down at George yeah. C. Scott, it is definitely oh, makeup. Yeah. Okay, which but is like, fine. I mean, it looks still, fine to me. Yeah. But I'm like, that's I, I thought that was one of the most unnerving, not scary, but like unnerving. Because she's moving the old in a lady very, on the odd, ceiling, yeah. and it's very fluid for for you know ninety. It looked really good. Yeah. But, but it's that's like they, come on, it's a drop ceiling. Come on, like, that's, oh, that's not gonna, uh, <laughs> we're just falling off. Yeah, yeah. yeah we've but all she's had up, those before. So. <laughs> I do think she probably weighs enough that she would snap those little you know yeah. ceiling tiles oh. out of the you know. Uh, so George C. Scott goes back, and uh, this is I, th- I guess in the theatrical cut, this is where the exorcism happens. This rando yeah, priest like, is this introduced. Is, like in I had to stop the movie and Google stuff because I was like. I'm like, did I miss something? No. Where did this guy That's come from? That's why all of a sudden there is a, a new priest that is right. I'm like on you, the scene. You don't just make a phone call and get a Catholic priest right. no. to run over. <laughs> Doesn't and the Vatican have to approve it? Yeah, yes. I mean, like, it no. takes months. I've like, seen you, enough of these movies. Well, they they're, they're, they're like, you know, hey, do you have any spooky spare X Filesy kind of priest? Yeah. Do just, I? <laughs> yes, we do. Or they're like, hey, have you seen the first movie, The Exorcist? Yeah, yeah, can yeah we get, get over here? Can we get somebody whose hairs turned white? Yeah, <laughs> that's probably what we're looking for. So they exercise the Gemini killer. And then, but this is a good scene. Yeah, like, is, even though I I think it's kind of a cheat on how they end right. the movie. Yeah, it 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 was a very it's, well done scene. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And the so the first the first part where the priest is in there and he's like getting his clothes ripped and then like his yeah. arm opening up or whatever. I'm like that was gross looking. Right, like right. there were some really cool effects going on. And then when George C. Scott gets there and there's snakes that pop up, I'm like this is so weird. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. a very weird. I mean, he's just like man, you're just going yeah. for it. Just fire, it. the whole yeah. place is yeah. on fire and there's snakes that are like you know wiggling <laughs> back and forth. And I, I liked it when you like. Oh yeah, because the priest, mm-hmm. yeah, the priest had uh, the book open. He's reading from the Bible, and there's a snake crawling, a real one, you right. know. But then in other scenes, there's ones like, like little, not little plastic real ones bobbing back and forth. Yeah. What? So and then, so what does he? But George C. Scott comes and he crucif- like he crucifies him on the wall, and it's really surreal and weird too because uh, he puts him up on the wall. There's no things in his hand or anything, right? But then like uh, uh, sprinklers go off. Right. It's really weird. But then it's like they kind of cut back to another scene where it doesn't look as like, I just, it, it was kind of weird to me. I almost thought like George C. Scott was having his 
visions or whatever his possession what was his little influenced yeah. by the demons or whatnot like part of it was really there and happening but part of it was also him and i think in the when they say we are legion like that's kind of a thing from the bible where it's yeah multiple demons okay like there's right. multiple demons in there and then but the ground opened up what was that all uh, Eh, well, it was a uh, death cab for cutie video. <laughs> oh, I thought because yeah, because when he's up on the wall being crucified, you know, yeah, yeah. the ground opens up because lightning is striking as yeah. the sprinklers go off. It was a wild thing. But then out of the ground come like fifty people, right? And then that's it. I was just trying to understand. I'm like, what is so? I will, okay, so then and then Karis is fine, right? Well, Karis, he starts taking, Karis is getting control back, and he's like, do it now, like, yeah, shoot, because okay. uh, Dorsey's got as a gun, and right. he's, like, he's like, shoot him, take him out now, because, you know, I'm taking back over the right, human, right, right. you know, and then he shoots him, and then he's like, now finish yeah, there, me. And, there, it, I love the, this part, like, today you'd get, like, four minutes of, I'm so conflicted, I don't know if <laughs> right. I should, and bam. he's like, shoot me now, bam, <laughs> like, bam, bam. Yeah. And then, I wasn't going to say now, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say not. Yeah, so at the end of the, the director's cut is very similar but there's no like george c scott just walks in the cell and shoots him <laughs> seriously like, i'm not even kidding because like he comes back i think he comes back from his house after his uh-huh. daughter is attacked and uh there's there's like a quick interaction they don't have that whole struggle none of though it. are you none s- of it oh my god and he just says that struggles like a seven minute no. scene with the he, ground he's like oh you're the- back and george c. scott just goes bam 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 <laughs> credits that's hilarious <laughs> i'm not even kidding like i sat there for a second i was like huh because he's just like i'm gonna end this right yeah. now and he's like I, I nope and that's how it ends oh my god and i was like that's amazing that is crazy that director's cut is yeah. amazing <laughs> but yeah like and, and that's the end of the movie <laughs> literally that's well, the end of the they, movie you should see his tombstone but yeah. right yeah yeah they go to the karis tomb we do so. say the carrot like uh there was a brother the reason that the the body that was in karis's coffin was a was an old brother who had a heart attack that they switched the bodies out mm. you did but you didn't move the bodies <laughs> uh but yeah like i it, this is a, it's a super interesting movie that's in the exorcist universe that yeah. isn't really an exorcism movie depending on which version you watch right. apparently <laughs> and i honestly uh, i don't know which one i prefer i think i like the director's cut more i mean i love brad Dourif, so mm. like getting to see brad yeah. Dourif just go full crazy well, good and, stuff. I, and I think, you know, it's kind of effective though, and I, that, you know, uh, at the end when Jason Miller is actually lucid. Right. And I guess clearly lucid and he, and he says, do it now. I mean, it is pretty effective. Yeah, that's probably true. It does sort of like close the book on that whole thing. Right. Yeah. So I mean, it, I like the idea of, I mean, if this is an exorcist movie, and I know they're trying to make it a franchise and make money, but right. if they're going to do they that, we're trying to make it a franchise, though. Well, I mean, they already second, had the second, but that, right, but, but this one kind of like pivots from both of those. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think it, I don't know if they and you didn't this, get you didn't have franchises in quite the same right. way back. Then. I think they were trying to capitalize on the name. I think well, you're that's right. What I mean, about but that. the studio wanted a three, obviously, yeah. and that's why they added all this stuff. So if it's going to be an Exorcist movie, I really feel like you. I mean. Their thinking was right. I wish they could have pulled it off better, but I think their thinking was right. Connected to the first one, have the same actor, so you're not confusing. Why is you know what I mean? Why is this guy that does right. is it recasting? What's happening? Right. I liked the idea and the exorcism a lot. And Exorcist Three Legion, yeah, is probably what and his friend coming back and saying, "Okay, like now the exorcism has worked. He's out of my body. Shoot me right. and end this because I'm the vessel." Like I really like the idea of that. Yeah, no, it's it's a I, very I like the exorcism ending. I, it's just they needed to figure out a way to introduce us to this character 
earlier in the movie, the, right. priest, the, the Father the, Morning, the, the new priest. Yeah. yeah, so we know Father that, Morning, not even in the director's cut. Yeah, yeah. not like, in it at all. Well, yeah, that's the part that was really weird to me because when uh, the old lady, I think, is at the house, the nurse, and is trying yeah. to kill him, and she stops, she goes, "Ah, morning," and then she like in slow motion, but not slow motion, like she like falls really slowly because she's old and they can't yeah. just drop her. Right, right. right. She goes, "Morning," and I go, "What? It's morning time? Is, she, are they, is this a vampire?" Like I didn't yeah. know what that meant because we hadn't been introduced right. to the character. Right, and then he goes to the cell and he's like ah father morning yeah. Like, what? yeah that's not in the director's cut i at know all, it's that's which why is it's great that's why it's weird because it's they're trying to piece this together so i agree it's like if they could have done it a little better the yeah. idea yeah, they, is they needed to insert yeah. a couple scenes with father morning earlier in sure. the movie to lay the groundwork yeah. for there's yeah. this priest that can step in and do an exorcism right and then they do that weird prequel twice with with bill skarsgård yeah what? Stellan Skarsgård. Stellan Skarsgård. Oh. Stellan Skarsgård plays a very young Father Marin. Yeah. Who, like... The it's, one it's that Max his, von Sydow plays. It's him as a, oh, as a young priest. A, as a young priest. And, and he, it was is a, he the one that like releases? A, it was a prequel, and it was supposed to be, like, I think they were they were hoping to, like... Reboot it. Reboot. I would is have, this a video I, recovery? And, and, <laughs> no. Oh, I was just wondering. Okay. No. <laughs> um, I, I actually, like, the idea of seeing a young Father Marin... Is super interesting to me. Yeah, like, but why would, they do it twice? Well, there's two movies. Well, Paul Schrader did it. Yeah, you know what? This is your video recovery. <laughs> you can watch it twice. Now. Yeah. So now there's in two Exorcist movies. We're giving you four movies you can watch. Yeah. There you, go. you can watch Exorcist three two times, and and they're both pretty good. Uh huh. And then you can watch Exorcist the beginning two times, and they're both terrible <laughs> yeah so the first time um it was paul schrader who directed it paul schrader uh you know he he did a lot of that sort of gritty 70s movies he did i think he did hardcore with um, george c scott george c scott so that hardcore if you've ever seen the youtube video meme where it's george c scott watching something that's tormenting yeah. him and making him weep yeah that's, oh yeah yeah like, yeah that's yeah. from hardcore okay because in yeah. the movie in the movie he's watching his daughter work at like a live sex that's show. Yeah. yeah okay i have oh. seen that yeah yeah and that's a that's a very uncomfortable movie another movie that paul schrader did that's also extremely uncomfortable and and creepy and if you haven't seen it i would recommend is autofocus oh is uh yeah. the movie yeah. about bob crane mm-hmm. oh yep Man, the depravity. <laughs> and yeah. it's not so much like, it's just like, it's just so like, he he went from like zero to 60 so fast <laughs> on his like just depravity. And right. Just, you're just like, <laughs> gross. And uh, it's Greg Kinnear who who plays him and he's well, really, he's, he's great. I always feel it's like, and Willem Dafoe. And Willem Dafoe. I feel Defoe. like Greg Kinnear like has the ability to be like <sighs> super creepy. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there's uh so Paul Schrader did a, a version of uh, the, the Father Marin story, and um, it yeah I don't know I don't even remember it was what Dominion, happened wasn't it yeah maybe all right uh, and then um, the producers were like this is we're not gonna release this is terrible so but they're we're gonna take some pieces of it and then we're gonna um, reshoot it with Rennie Harlan oh. To make it a little more, you know, add some more action. Cause that sure. was, I mean, but it's like, it's so weird because it's like you went from Paul Schrader to <laughs> Rennie Harlan. Harlan. And, and that's the movie that was released. Yeah. And it's also awful. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a, I just remember like the, there's a scene where they're like walking, it's supposed to be walking across like in front of the Vatican. Yeah. 
And it is the worst, like, green screen. There's a it's lot like, of really bad you green know, screen in this movie. You know, that's like a shot that it, you can easily right. shoot. <laughs> right. You need a camera. It exists. And a guy. Right. To walk <laughs> I mean, and there's so many times where you see movies where, like, they there's doubles, um, and you don't even know it. Like, right. uh, it, they do it all the time. It's very commonplace, like, when that you see, That whole opening like, scene with the... the the Crusades, yeah, you is just see? very poorly done. Oh, it's terrible, <laughs> yeah. and, and it's just a truly, um, and it's a very disjointed mess. And and it's funny because it's like, wow, uh, when when you see the second version of it, you're like, wow, man, that first one must have been really bad. <laughs> yeah. and you watch it, you're like, no, I mean, it wasn't good, but it wasn't the that best. bad. So, so yeah, there, there you go. You got you get four Exorcist. There's also for the, the price TV. Of two. There's also a TV show. There was that I enjoyed a lot. Mm. Like they've. Um, there's a good twist in that show that I really enjoyed. Hmm. Uh, and then the second season was completely off the rails. Yeah. I mean, it, but the first season is like, we're going to revisit some stuff like 30 to 40 years later. Yeah. Unless, like what happened to somebody? I would say, unless uh, Jason Blum decides that he wants to like uh, pick up this franchise, I think it's probably. Uh, give me the Father Marin story. Like, give me his story up until. <clears throat> Uh, you know, like Mark Marin can play. I think if you know, if, Sh- if Shutter were to do like yeah original series, that, that this would be a good. one I would love to see like Father Marin fighting demons, but I I I don't know. Don't really I need that. You don't. I I don't need it. But I like think that we've got, if, if they were to do it, that's what I would. I don't want to see it. We've, you we've had so many like things like Emily Rose, and then we got the Conjuring series. Emily Rose and, is fantastic. You know, so I was like. That's a yeah. Everybody else stole the thunder. That's the of, story that Amityville needs to tell. Of Ronnie DeFeo, okay. not the f- movie that we've seen a billion times. Mm-hmm. Show me the story about the family mm-hmm. prior the DeFeos. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Well, uh, spooky stories. I guess. Uh, I guess that's it for this one. Yeah. yeah. Happy, Let, happy, Halloween. happy Halloween. Yeah. Happy Halloween. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. Uh, this is Dan. You can find me on Twitter, Dan Graney sixty seven G R A N E Y. This is Joe. You can also follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts B U T T S twenty one. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R Bracket. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. Don't forget, we're available on iTunes. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe. We're also now available on Spotify. Oh, yeah. And, of course, on Patreon at Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers. So that's it for this one. Enjoy your Halloween. Coming up on the next one, we're going to tackle mid-90s. And uh, until then, you've been warned. (laughs) 